Well, honestly, last last week I felt like Pat got out of time a little bit, and I yeah. don't know how. I thought so too. We obviously did not start the podcast. We're talking about this only in the middle. No, this the, is the very air out your mistakes. <laughs> We're just gonna talk about all the things we hate about last week's episode. I didn't even listen to it yet. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's probably why I didn't get a comment. I was waiting for it because no, I heard it like after it. I published it. I'm like, oh shit, that was not right. Yeah, I didn't feel like <laughs> listening to it. I probably won't. I think I archived it already. Damn. But but it was like before and after seemed like it was okay. It was just this yeah. middle section that the I was like, lose it somehow. Little lose it, and I wasn't sure how the fuck that happened. Some parts honestly I, just sounded. I like don't know fun. if it. I don't know if we over talked each other. Like that's what I was. It thinking. was just overlap. Yeah, because some of it played off like it could have been over talking. I was over talking. Well, we were all over talking. <laughs> Sorry. There was a I part where John myself. really fucked up the audio. What happened? Must got that five there. second offset. Uh, all right. So who's who's actually hosting this? Oh yeah, do it. Welcome back. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> oh, go back. <laughs> just why don't we just just throw a whole bunch in and just do a whole bunch of like cars hitting their brakes sounds. <laughs> yeah, that's easy for you to say, Miss. I'm not. I'm not editing the episode. You've got one right there. You just hit the repeat button. I did on your voice. Can you just give me some car crashing sounds, Pat? There we go. Well, that that was the that was good. <laughs> that was actually the best one. <laughs> well, even soundboard. <laughs> Tune in next week for fart noises. All right. And this is Welcome back. Fucking hell! Big go square, big go squares. How do you do this? You just gotta start and stop the music every time. Welcome to ten minutes and nothing. Can this this just be our cold open? That's like this week. The episode's three hours long. (laughs) It was yeah, two hours and fifty minutes of this. Oh my god! All right, welcome back to Smell My Whiskey Podcast. Here with my four idiot friends, three idiots. Did you do this I'm every time? <laughs> I think you said that line Just like five times. We got John, Pat, Max, and then of course there's me, Clint. So Clint's here other we friend are. Clint. Yeah, Clint's other friend. Clint. Clint's other friend. Clint. Yeah, you need Clint's double bad. the amount of Clint in your life. Let me tell you. Oh no. <laughs> Clint can just blame all his things on the other Clint this week. <laughs> that idiot. Oh. The apples oh, and icing? That was the other Clint. <laughs> Technically, we already do that. We refer to my alter ego as Dark Clint, don't we? We like Dark, we like dark Clint better. <laughs> you get dark him on Clint the gets kills in video games. <laughs> uh, dark Clint also falls asleep in video games. <laughs> that's, that's, Can't win them all. That's right. Can't win them all. Swing and a miss. <laughs> so anyway, this week we are reviewing Oban Single Malt, right? Is that right, John? Oban 14. Oban 14. Yeah, that's right. Bad host. Cool. What are you going to say about it? I mean, you weren't wrong. It is a single malt. So Broken all good there. right twice a day. <laughs> you know? You're it's whiskey. I've it's never a, heard a more true statement about myself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so Oban, 14. It's um, 
dates back to 1793 with brothers Hugh and John Stevenson in the Hebrides Islands. More like Hebrides Nuts. Am I right, Pat? Yeah. Let's just end the <laughs> podcast now. It's a little butt no. buddy going on there. So It's on the bingo believe- score. Yeah. Check your cards, everybody. Uh-huh. Um, so they opened the Obad Brewing Company, and actually their first thing they made was the Cowbell Ale, and then didn't make whiskey for like a year later. Huh. Do they so, still make Cowbell Ale? I don't think so. There's no mention of it on their website. That would be cool. Yeah. It'd be kind of fun to bring back. But um, Do like guess, a retro event? I mean, if they even had like a recipe for it at this point, because basically these two guys owned it, and then... In 1830, well, it remained in the family until 1830 when a new guy named Peter Cumpsey purchased it, some local merchant guy. And then 18 or 1989, the Oban 14 was named one of the six classic malts. Uh, they changed hands twice more after that guy, at least. I don't know they kind of didn't get specific with it after this Peter Cumpsey dude. Um, and it's little like some fun facts about it. They you, are one of the what? Did you learn anything more about what the six classic malts are? What what is that? Is that like a list? Six classic malts. What are you talking about? <laughs> what you what you just said, John? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I I thought that maybe the I other made John. the mistake again. <laughs> no, see, I didn't look anything into it, so that didn't even register in my head. The six oh, okay. classic malts are Glen Kitchy, Dalwini, Craigenmore, Oban, Talsker, and Logvalin. Yeah, it's Is all the Western Highlands. Like... Okay. So I didn't know that. Which we still that. haven't had a Lagavulin, which would be cool to try. But anyway, we digress. It didn't really matter much. It was just like one of their awards. Um, and we're drinking the Oban 14, so I threw it in there. Were all those brands Diageo brands? Uh, uh yeah uh wait I, you know, but, 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 but. it's that obama putting the medal on obama meeting it's it. it's literally it literally <laughs> says the first thing in their wikipedia page united distillers and, and vintners which is now owned by diageo yep so it's just their their six classic yeah ones. but they, this says that they are often displayed all together in in bars around uh the area and probably because the diageo rep tells them to I guess they probably own everybody <laughs> in that area, and they do sell it in a six whiskey cool vintage box. That's all of them. Cool. But yeah, it's a lowland, a highland, a space side, a west highland, isle of the sky, and an isla. Um. So yeah. Anyway, Oban is one of the smallest whiskey makers in Scotland. They only have two stills running, and have never once expanded onto their like distillery. So what they started with is what they are today. Um. They are the distillery itself is only run by seven employees, which is kind of cool. So there's like bios on them on the website. You can go check them out. Um, can we get some names? Do they have any good names? Oh, uh, let me pull up some names. Let me just derail our whole podcast so I can Steven look at names. And Mark, or is it Atticus? Oh man, a video just started playing. Ricky is their senior operator. <laughs> Thanks, Ricky. For R- Ricky's all that you not do. one of those names, though. There's a Timothy. There's a Scott. Timothy? There's a Derek and there's a Ronnie. Hey, Ronnie, how you doing? There's a I was Norman. Really expecting like a, a thick Scottish name. Yeah. Nope. I, mean, I bet their last names probably are a little more Scottish, but first names not so much. Ronnie McDougal. <laughs> little McDougal brothers. Kenny McDuff. Um, 
So, where was I? Now that Pat just totally made that was it. You were you were done. Oh, was I? Okay. I think so. I think you said that's enough about whiskey history. No, you said there were seven dudes. That was it. Yeah, seven dudes. Um, Something kind of cool. Their roof is made out of slate and detachable, so they can pretty much just like crane machinery in and out of the roof. Um, Yeah, they um, they're very big into like the whole. This is how we've been doing it for 200 years. This is how we will continue to do it, even though it's, you know, not as efficient this way nowadays. It's just like, this is how we get the flavor, and this is what we do. How often do you think you're craning machinery in and out of a building? You're like, we should make the whole roof detachable. With seven yeah. dudes? Once. Yeah, yeah. like, <laughs> someone over-designed it and went, this is perfect. And then was like, wait, yep. this was not Over-designed really... it in 1840. <laughs> Boarded up... <laughs> That yeah. sounds like they were planning for uh, expansion, but never actually got around to do it. It's actually a temporary roof that got permanent. They they put it they put it on when there was nine guys. The room gets so big, and now there's seven. They're yeah. like, huh? Two guys got smushed. Yeah, this didn't really work out, did it? It's oh, cool the roof Scottish though. gusts of the great storm would take the roof off. We just got to put it back on. I want that. I want. I want. I want more on that accent next week. <laughs> Oh, next week when we're not episode. recording yeah yeah that's not a very good accent that was an attempt maybe we should maybe next <laughs> week am. there will be an episode of just clint reading a scottish story in that accent the, the script of braveheart oh god um so they a couple more things they ferment their melted barley for five full days and they say that's what adds to the classic flavor um then i guess after every run or like batch they rest the stills which supposedly kind of protects the purity and taste of the whiskey. Um, they're, they have lots of cool quotes. One of them I kind of liked was, we've never had to make claims that we're the peediest or the lightest or the smoothest. The whiskey speaks for itself. Like ends yeah, with, because we're not. <laughs> <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be a real crowd pleaser. That's someone else in the portfolio. Yeah. I don't know. I kind of sounds like, like a scenario where someone's like, "You get what you get, and you're going to like it." We made we made this enjoy it. <laughs> I think it's definitely along the lines of like, we're not trying to be all flashy. Just taste taste our scotch. You'll like it. It is what it is. Uh, if you go on their website, it's actually very well built. Um, lots of photos, lots of little like facts. They don't do like a deep dive into their history, but they kind of just talk about the distillery in general and like some neat things about it. Um, there was a buck wild fact. I can't remember what it was now, but I scrolled past it just being like, what the hell is this? Um, they have lots of cool, like photos. They're 180 steps away from the water side, which is kind of cool. Like they're right on the water. Uh, Oban itself means little bay in Gaelic. So overall I'm into their vibe. They're not trying to be all show offy flashy. They just are who they are. Any yeah, questions? It just comments? sounds like. It just sounds like they they're going for this is tradition, mm-hmm. but their marketing team decided to go uh, a little bit more forceful than that. Uh, it's just a comment about the marketing as all. I'm fine with them doing the same thing over and over again. Obviously, it, if it tastes good and stuff, but uh, I don't know. Maybe this is your interpretation of it too. The way you're telling it to us, it sounds a little standoffish. I think it's standoffish in the sense that, like, I feel like a lot of other companies kind of throw a lot in your face, try to, like, stand out amongst the crowd, whereas these guys, I don't think, mind not standing out in a way. Like, almost, like they say, like, the whiskey will speak for itself. 
that's the vibe I get at least reading through their stuff. And what what uh, location is this? Like, what type of whiskey is this? This is a Highland, a Lowland, a Speyside. What? It's, it's a, a Highland. Highland. Yeah, West Highland. Mm-hmm. At the frontier of the Hebrides Islands. Okay. Yep. Do um, they have anything on the mash bill or? Nope. Or f- they do not. Point. It is single malt. Yeah. Oh duh! Fuck me. <laughs> it's you, sorry. You do that for all them. All the names, <laughs> all <them damn> scotch. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Make a new bingo square. <laughs> it's a forty-three percent ABV. All right, cool. All right, and so yeah, on to the nose, right? On Price. to the next one. Yeah, color. on Price. to the next one. No, oh, right. Got it for seventy-nine ninety-nine total wine price. Ain't the cheap boy. Is it cheaper I've... in California? No, it's more. You don't expensive. have to check. I was just making a joke. It's eighty-seven dollars <laughs> in California. Oof. I just want to apologize to the editor of the show. I already hit my crane, so that's coming. That's me. That's me. Oh, what? I didn't Oops. hear it. Oops. Oops. We didn't say that. Um, Color-wise, piss yellow. Yeah. 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 Without yep. a doubt. Yeah. <laughs> Full easy. of multivitamins. <laughs> <laughs> that's some rich piss. Dehydration station over here dehydration station it's not even hazy as if you had some micronutrients there was no nutrients in that <laughs> i don't know clint was a nutritionist <laughs> he's a pee doctor <laughs> <laughs> studies it tastes it ages it stores it it's refreshing hey. and he likes the taste <laughs> you have to check yourself every morning <laughs> max how much did you say this cost 79.99 all right, so we'll just say 80 to be nice. What do you know? John doesn't listen to himself or me. Perfect. Nope. <laughs> sure don't. Who wants to start All with right. the nose? Yeah, on to the nose. Uh, we'll start with Max. Uh, <clears throat> I don't know. I, fa- I find it um, I find it a little all over the place. In term- I, don't, I don't think it's super... I don't think the flavors are consistent for me, what I smell. I, I, get, I feel like there's a little bit... It's pretty light. There's a little bit of like this raspberry lemon leather that i get there's like a little bit of honey and then after that first half it just kind of gets a little alcoholy it gets a little heat in there there might be a little smoke in the end and i think the, the maltiness of it is definitely undertones but I'm, I'm really struggling with the beginning of it because i get like this light and fruitiness but it's kind of like two things like a citrus and a fruit that i don't necessarily agree with together i don't hate it but it just throwing me off a little bit i like the raspberry comment i didn't really get that until you said it yeah originally i was like i think this is peanut butter <laughs> i was like wait i gave me and i had to let it rest and just sit for a little bit and i was like nah i was way off <laughs> it's um i definitely got the citrus and the like peat on the finish more so um but i do like that raspberry comment it's like a sweet fruit like that i would say yeah i think i went a little nuts and i started looking i didn't really see anyone say that and i was like God, I'm going to sound dumb. <laughs> no, I haven't read that, but I don't mind it. Yeah. Pat? I get a weird funk on the first part of the nose. Mm-hmm. Like It's like a sour type of smell. It almost reminds me of kind of like a skunky beer. And oh. then it kind of moves into more of like, um, I'd say the apples, the honey you mentioned, Max. But that, that funk is different. But see, you like funk usually. Is this a good no, one? No, he's not one? the one. He's not, not the one. I'm not. I'm not the one. I usually like it, but I don't. I don't know if I'm getting off this. No. I don't know what the difference is. 
Pat, you like the um, what was the last art bag funk we had? That was diesel smoke pollution. Yeah, uh, <laughs> pollution. I, I don't. I don't think we're talking about the same funk, but yeah. <laughs> I remember. I said that one was funky. I think if I give it a when good I swirl, I think of funk. I think of the puccine. I think if I yeah, give it a good well, swirl, there I was maybe there get was there. another whiskey that had that funk. I don't remember which one it was. Tenjaku. Oh, great. Yeah, it was. I it, was it Tenjaku? <laughs> I hope not. It was Tenjaku. I remember it was 100% you said it made <laughs> You said it made it sick to your stomach. Yep. That's it. You're 100% right. We're not right. changing our minds. That is not this. That is not Guys, this. Guys, remember when we drank really bad whiskey? <laughs> Tenjaku? So, so along that same line, I totally get that, though, is uh, it kind of reminded me of a very mellowed out pochine inside, inside this funky flavor. And then I think I'm in the same realm as you guys with like the citrus and then another type of fruit, like this fruitiness. What I thought it was, was it was like the contrast between a green grape and a honeydew melon. Like there was this melon type quality to it that was smooth and cooling and then there was the citrus bite, and I was thinking like green grape and honeydew. You know that cool. I did somewhere find that cooling effect, but I've kind of lost it at this point. But I did find it early on. I need oh, to go yeah, get that... more whiskey. I'm out. <laughs> he's gonna get. <laughs> I, the wrong... I already ran out. <laughs> he's gonna get the wrong whiskey, guarantee. Oh wait, he's got the bottle. He's be fine. It tastes like maple syrup. <laughs> Another tastes, bingo square. John like leaves in the middle of the podcast. <laughs> He'll come back with chips too. <laughs> yeah, but I, pretzels. I guess one last note on the on the got. nose is I didn't I don't find it upsetting, but I don't think it's I, I don't know where I am consistency wise on it if I love it or not. It's definitely different though. It's fair. I think uh, this is the first one that I feel like I've gotten some strong fruitiness off in a while that we've had between the whiskeys that we have been trying. I feel like I thought maybe when. Uh, the reason I asked the question of what, what area it came from, I thought it was a space side at first, to be honest. But there was a funky note in there that I kind of get from the... Which one? The Highland. Funny enough, I had in my head that this was an Isla and was very confused at first. <laughs> <laughs> Rightfully so. All right. On to the palette. Uh, let's do it in reverse order. Uh, palette-wise, for me... Um, actually, no, let's not do it in reverse order. No, you already John. committed. <laughs> yep, do it. Hold on, I need to take another drink. I have my thought and then I lost it. Tell us what cereal it is. Nah. No, it's not cereal. Oh! Oh, yeah. great. It, it is cereal. It's all no, changed my mind. Yogurt covered no, it's, special it's, K. <laughs> it, re- it reminds me of the uh, uh, cherry cough medicine. Ew. It's I don't have to say if it's not cereal, it's medicine it, no don't no way this. i like cough it, medicine i don't drink it recreationally but i this is not that it's no it's like a hard candy uh like it's a like a hard cherry a hard cherry candy um with some medicinal quality so you're talking like it. it's like a syrup cherry like a syrup flavor yeah yeah kind of like yeah. yeah think think more like the hard candy cough drop rather than the than the syrup you drink, like the liquid. But I I get really I get really hard candy vibes of something that's quite fruity, 
but strong. But and, there's a difference between medicinal. medicinal and hard candy. I can well, I can be on board with, with hard funk. candy with the um the punchiness of a hard candy that you you'd suck on or like a candy stick or something. Oh, like, like that. the first can, five seconds of it, or it hits. Yeah, you. like like a like a Jolly Rancher. Yeah, it's exactly like that. Like real sharp sugar, sugar. blast. Yeah. Hmm. I think so. I wish I, I wish I could find that, but I'm I'm more on the it's a little salty for me. It's definitely salty. Uh, I don't find I think up front I get too much of like a malt taste. I don't get that fruity and or like I'm not medicinal at all, but I I can't find that fruity tone, that sweeter tone. I, I I just find it much more punchy up front with the malt, and then it gets a little salty, and then. There's like a little bit of spice towards the end, but I think I still trail off into a little bit of heat from the alcohol, and it, I think that that malt and or like peatiness comes through all the way. Yeah, look at that bitter malt liquor. Uh, that's out of Chicago. Um, ja, Jer, Jet. Yep, that's it. I don't, I don't Jet. know. Are you having a stroke? Oh my god, your face <laughs> no. is drooping. No, it's Call always 45. like that. <laughs> Old English. Uh, no, this... one called like Panther. You talking about it's the a wine? Super bit, super bitter liquor. Yeah, Malort. Um, Malort. Yeah, Malort. That's not. Yeah, I don't think. Didn't you say that's a wine? Forty. Well, <laughs> what I mean is, um, you definitely said malt liquor, and I went to forties. Yeah, me too. Hundred percent. Tape them to your hands. Let's go. Yeah, that's what I'm doing right now. <laughs> there's a malt liquor. There's a malt liquor vibe to this, and Can then also 40s? there's a little bit of vibe that I get that I've I've had Malort a few times and it kind of reminds me of it a little bit not not like not real bad it was just a subtle component of it that reminds me of it I'm gonna talk now so <laughs> interrupt <laughs> That's him quick fucking cleanest transition I ever heard <laughs> <laughs> no I don't really get now I'm gonna um... talk now I'm thinking that <laughs> I like. I think every time one of us talk, we should all start by saying, "Now I'm going to talk." Now. <laughs> it makes editing done, way easier. I am done speaking to, to close out. <laughs> or we make walkie-talkie noises. <laughs> okay, let's just go ahead, John. What you got? Copy. Um, I didn't get the whole sugary rush that you guys are describing. Nor do I get a medicinal effect. If I take a sip, which I'm going to do right now, ten four. Oh yeah. I'm first greeted by like a savory saltiness. Um, I don't want to relate to charcuterie because it's not that. It's more on the multi side, like Max was saying. Um, where there could be some like sweetness to it because it's kind of like toffee within that malt. How about this, John? How about something like lightly chocolate covered pretzels? No, I think that's where I could go. Hold on, if I had to go somewhere, not chocolate, soft not- Bavarian pretzel. No, the maltiness from it. Nope, that, yeah, that heat, I- the heat from that's too much. The chocolate. They've been, they've been sitting out on the wagon for now. Now, there, now there's a chance. But it doesn't it's matter. Soft but cold. <laughs> they got the beer cheese on the side, but you don't get the dip. <laughs> you just look at it. You didn't, um, you didn't bring the extra fifty cents. But no, it's more like that savory saltiness that I get, and then it's kind of slowly followed by a little bit of peat. Um, not much at all, but it's it's there. But it's more like an afterthought. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know where the sugar is coming from for you guys. Yeah, I'm totally lost. I wouldn't say it's it's sweet, but it reminds me more of that feeling of eating the hard candy. Hmm. I think if anything, I could relate some of the cooling effect to what Clint said about like a cough drop, but none of none of the flavor, just like the effect itself. Yeah. So I guess more of like a minty, pepperminty cooling effect, but 
it's not it's not those types of that. It, it's definitely more of like John says a, a savory, salty, with that just kind of mixed in weirdly. Or like you know the feeling you get when you chew five gum. It's like that. Where you like where you lay on a bunch of beads on top of a speaker and it just vibrates. Yeah, <laughs> every day. I'm feeling I'm feeling that right now. <laughs> chew five gum. Taste your senses. <laughs> I was just ate these brownies and I'm feeling real good. When's our check coming from the gum company? <laughs> have we mentioned have we mentioned gum that much? Well, we didn't eat uh, any rappers you yet. Did, so. We did name drop name drop it. Oh, we did talk about gum that you could eat last the other couple weeks ago. I don't know. Oh, we talked go about the paper. Enjoy some of my double mint gum real quick. Thanks, Uncle Ragley. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> All right, so John gave his thoughts. Pat, what did you say? Did you say something? I kind of, I kind of said the you. the punch of flavor echoed echoed kind of what you said. I I see the saltiness too, but I, I definitely don't feel like I'm in the pretzel realm. I wish I could be because I like the sound of that. I almost feel like I get a little vanilla, but I think I'm convincing myself out of it too. Yeah, I think I'm out of that. What about honey on the palate? I yeah, honey I can noses. Go there. I could see it a little there. If Maybe I get that's any sweetness, sweetness, that would be it. Yeah, but it's a pretty undertone sweetness. It's I don't mm-hmm. know artisanal honey that's kind of flat. Ooh, or it's kind of kind of salty too. It's yeah. kind of just still on the big old chunk of beehive. No, this ain't bee <laughs> I'm juice. Eating a bee. This is the bottom. This is the crusty stuff at the bottom of the honey jar. No, this is the hive, and you put too much of the hive in, didn't get enough honey. It's got, it's got bees in it. <laughs> it's it's stinging my mouth. I love the stingers bring the salt. <laughs> it's the hive without the honey. It's it's crunch. It's just the queen. It's dry. It's the queen. It's kind of like after you see a hive that's been sitting out all winter, and you're like, I'm gonna eat that. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna knock that down with a broom so they don't come back next year. I'm also gonna get a snack on the side. You guys know the last time you ate paper mache? It's like that. Oh, uh, Did let you me say recall. Eight paper mache. I think that's never happened. Are. The the last <laughs> time you, you ate beehives are made of paper mache. That's basically paper mache. Paper mache is made out of beehives. You didn't know that. It's a new one. <laughs> there it is. Oh, that's education God. for you. Who needs school? You have us. John went to a very very public school. <laughs> that's too public almost. It was in a park. Yeah. <laughs> park. <laughs> John, it was like it's like when they work out in the park, and John just kind of crept up and took the class like <laughs> fifty feet up. away. He went to a school in the park, but wasn't actually in the class. He just kind of sat on the sidewalk and did what they did. That's I mean, how it's Forrest like Gump good. Got in the military. It's like Goodwill Hunting. <laughs> oh God! If only. <laughs> so we on to the finish, or did we get your thoughts, Max? I'm oh, losing I, track. I gave you my. I thoughts. have one more thought. That's right. Okay. <laughs> Do you guys think people talk about us kind of like the actors in Sex and the City where it's like, oh, he's such a Samantha, okay, but like, oh, he's such a Pat. <laughs> all, all eight of our fans know no, us. Yeah. You're either, so, yes. You either are peak Clint or not Clint. That's all you are. <laughs> it's all Fifty Shades of Clint. Ooh, they were all on their Clint game tonight. Nice. No, one, no one's ever said that. Is or is not Clint. Yeah. It's all, it's all we want to know. Uh, there were five clints on the podcast i, I don't know how to take that that could be both a compliment and a diss well, yeah i, I gotta tell you in the day i gotta tell you clint you're the only person that i i could be rated in clints and i feel good about it <laughs> like i if someone told me i was full pat i'd be like hmm, was that an insult or not full john i don't know if i like that full clint fuck yes i'm full clint you're the only person that gets that award that's a hat i'm full clint 
Full Clint gets kicked oh, out of Hooters. My, I'm blushing. <laughs> <laughs> so getting a little Clint in here. Woo. <laughs> oh, man. <sighs> okay. All like, right. You want to move us on, Clint? Yeah. I can't even. It's like when you say a word so many times it loses meaning. Clint, Clint, Clint. I, I don't know. <laughs> And then we go back to dissing. <laughs> it never sticks around too long. It's a fleeting moment of reward, so I gotta take it. <laughs> anyway, uh, Pat, what are your thoughts on the finish? Nothing jumps out at me any more than what we've already talked about. Um, it just kind of fizzles away for me. I think if the palette was hot to you, like temperature-wise, I think by the end of the palette into like the finish, it's a Kind of like calm, cooling effect that just 100%. slowly I'm right there with you tapers out. I find it a little peaty up front, and then I get this really nice medium to long lasting, just kind of cooling taper the whole way through. And it's um, it's kind of woody. I think it's not like a new flavor, but it's like a flavor I feel like that wasn't pronounced in the palate. Like I can only think of wood because it's not just peat. I feel like. I agree with it being hot and cooling at the same time on the finish in such a way, though, that I would go back to my medicinal stuff again and say it's like hot cough syrup that you just drank. Hot, cold cough syrup. We're being paid by five gum. Back it up, man. Yeah, it's like five (laughs) gum that you chew, but it's also medicine-y. Thanks, Max. Way to save us. (laughs) While vibrating on balls. (laughs) Um, any more thoughts on the finish? I don't think. Thought it was pretty, pretty one or two no, but it, I think it had a nice length overall. I, I was actually pretty mm-hmm. happy with the finish, even though it was not overly complex. I thought it was just real clean, real cool. No problem with it. All right. We're ready to grade this thing. Pat, does anyone, wait, real quick, real quick. With finishes that are longer, does anyone feel like they drink them slower? Just because you get that long effect of the scotch or whiskey. As I definitely kind of... wait longer to take my next drink of it. And I will definitely rest on that that finish and think about it more. More than I will, if it has a like an interesting smell or taste, mm-hmm. there's a higher chance that I will not linger on it or think about it as much. But if it has a long finish, there's a higher chance I'll stick on it and be like, hmm, that was interesting. More often yeah, than it... the body. I feel like if it's short, I keep going back to sip it again to get the whole experience, but then it's like so quickly gone, I just want another sip. I usually get irritated if it's short, and I'm like, come on, really? You're going to leave me like that? <laughs> Start chugging it. Like if come it's on. short, short, and it just kind of <laughs> falls off, I'm like, what the hell? At least give me a little bit. Stop teasing me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Clint, so the answer's no. <laughs> I drink it the same. <laughs> his, his rate of drinking is Light constant. speed. <laughs> IV. I don't wait around for anything. Too impatient. <laughs> <laughs> all right, now we can rate it. That's all I had. You want to go over the ranking, Pat? Please? Please? Well, you, you're going to be so yeah, nice. Yeah, I'm, I'm a gracious host. <laughs> we use we use a five-point scale here at the Smell My Whiskey podcast. One is the worst. Five is the best. We also have a six, which is our ordered list of our, we can call them best whiskeys, or you should try these at some point in your life type of whiskeys. I'm usually when we say one, we refer to that as a drain pour. Two, we commonly call it really would be good as a mixer, but not much more. Three is okay. Four is something you'd like to have and drink again. Five is something that's very good and you would use for a special occasion, a celebration. Okay. All right. John, what's your score? 
I think I'm going to put it at a five. Pat? I'm going to go three. Max? I'm going to set it at a three as well. I actually kind of leaning towards a five. Hell yeah. Backing up. Let's go. So, Scotchman, we're turning them, Pat. Oh, uh, I don't know about that. You get some ones and it it's game over. <laughs> let's, let's start with the threes. I think I hurt myself on this one by expecting it to be something else. Because you thought it was an Isla. I thought it was going to be more of an Isla. <laughs> so when I was drinking, I was like, this is not what I thought it was going to be. And I think it's kind of twisted me a little bit. Um, nothing about this is better than any of the other ones we tried at this price point either, which bothers me. Like, I feel like this is the weakest of the three $80 ones we've tried, Like, which is not interesting compared to um, Kolila and especially compared to Ugdal. Fair. I definitely think I'm probably hurting my score a bit because I was confused. Max? Max? Um, I Usually, let's be real, it's all about that value. At $80, it's, it's a tough sell. Uh, do I think it's technically re- pretty good? Yeah, I like it. Um, I think I missed half the story in this guy. It sounds like my taste buds were not as crystal clear in the uh, the body and the, the taste of this guy. Uh, I think I got it on the nose, uh, both sides of the kind of savory and or sweet, um, a little peaty, a little other. But I think on the body, I, I, maybe I'm missing half the story and it didn't jive as well with me. I think if it, I think if it hit all those kind of a little, little fruity, little citrusy, little, uh, little peaty, little woody, all the way through, uh, I, I would be more inclined to be up at a four. Uh, but I think that at eighty bucks, is it, is it impressive at eighty? I don't know. Um, is it bad? No. I mean, it's, it's a good drink. Uh, I just don't know if I could stomach the price point for what you get. And I, I, th- I don't think it. Is going to be a thirty to twenty five dollar better uh, Highland whiskey than what you can you could find. If you if you were at a bar and a pour of this was twelve dollars, would you consider it? Yeah, probably. I don't think I'd be turned off at twelve for for a glass. Um, at a bar, it, it gets a little more bleh because really the the range of the bar is like eight to fifteen, where your shit is. Yeah, your crap is eight dollars. You're like, well, I'll go to twelve. Who cares? I have a story. The the question was more to um, see would you drink it again if you didn't have to buy a full. Yeah, I think I think I would definitely, especially if I went somewhere and I was feeling uh, some scotch. This could definitely edge out other things, especially at a bar scene where the prices are going to be much closer, and they're not going to. And you know, even the difference of three four dollars isn't killer on the wallet, but that could be a sixty percent increase over some other ones. Um, I, I think it's still there, and it's a very enjoyable drink, especially for like a long. Like maybe dinner or sitting and having drinks with friends, it's great to sip on. I because uh, I, I, I hold on, John, hold on, hold on. The Wait, are talking. Just remind me. Just the remind me. Just remind <laughs> yeah. me. No one remind him. The uh, I'm I'm kind of the opposite. I don't think I'd want to buy this again. I think I'm really? just okay trying it now. But I think I'd rather pick something else that I liked more. What's it? Right. What's it missing? I think the peat. But I think mm-hmm. that's a a, a, that's a symptom of me question. thinking Perhaps it was going monster. to have peat in it to start. Yeah, but I feel I, uh, like I feel like the Kolila did have that little bit of peat that edges this over it, edges that over this. Mm-hmm. But you can tell your story now, John. I'm sorry. I did no, have to I say I thought that was a great question. To, I think that was a great question of would you buy it in a bar? It it does kind of level the value playing field because shit's gonna get jacked up and more expensive things are tapered off because you don't want to have crazy sticker. And shock. I do think we need to think about that more often as we do our scores. Is not 
are you going to buy the bottle, but would you buy a drink? Yeah, it's a really good, that's a really good way to, to center it. Especially as we get into some of these hefty ones, buying an $80 bottle to try is probably not a good idea. It's but if you had shock. three, if you had three, like if you had the Oogdal, the Cool Isla, and this all next to each other for 12 bucks a pour, which one would you recommend would be yeah. a different way we can approach reviews? See, I feel like... Story time. Uh, no, I'll tell a story afterwards just because it's not relevant to the rating. But um, I feel like the scotches for me are kind of like a mood, depending on my mood, what I would go for. Um, like Kalila last week or two weeks ago was like much more complex. And I, I said sophisticated, I think, back in that episode, just because it seemed like higher up than a, a lot of the stuff we've tried. But this is like... I don't know. It's very clean tasting and like everything, even though it's simple, it's done right. And I just like the taste of it from the beginning and to the point where I wouldn't want it every day, but I'm also the type of person to not have a problem spending 80 bucks on a bottle of it and just having it sit on my bar and having a glass kind of when I'm in the mood for it. Like it's a flavor profile I wouldn't mind going back to, but would it be a common drinker? No. So that's kind of where I sit with it. Like it hit all the points of a flavor even though i do like more peat it um what it brought to the table was still very enjoyable um i think just overall i feel like this is more complex than some of the things we've been having lately honestly i i can be convinced i'm crazy when you guys call me out on my bullshit (laughs) um and that like when i listen to you guys as i'm drinking in the podcast i can understand like oh they didn't get that maybe i'm not getting that but i feel like i'm getting more on this one than you guys i feel like the i feel like i'm right about the cough syrup cherry hard candy kind of stuff i don't know why i do i just do um it's all subjective man i think there's Uh. and i think there's a lot of complexity here that i like actually overall as a package and that's why i I was in the same boat making the decision between the five and the three. Um, honestly, tonight I convinced managed to convince myself of five because I thought Good I was picking up up more uh, than what I was anticipating tonight. So maybe I just have a good vibe tonight. I don't know, but I'm I'm going to stick with the five. John, what is your story? So I went to. Do you guys know Pins Mechanical in downtown Indy? No. It's like a place you can go do uh duck pin bowling, pretty much. Is it is it in uh uh southeast Fountain side? Square. Fountain Square. It's not in Fountain Square, it's a different oh, place. Okay. I've been to that but it's duck by, pin bowling place. It's by the yeah, you've been there with us. Oh that's right. I have. <laughs> well, would, well would you look at that? Um so this place is down at the end of um Yep and Yep. It doesn't matter. Madison Avenue. Um and so Anyway, it's a place with like a bar inside. There's like games, all sorts of like yard games sort of things. Anyway, I paid yard for darts. two fingers. They don't have yard darts, sadly. Did you order two fingers? I ordered two fingers of Johnny Walker Black. Was that on the menu? That. That's how you said it. Uh, well, he said, do you want one or two? I said two. Okay. Do you guys know that's a thing, right? Yes. Two fingers. We talked about we this Anchorman. on Anchorman. Anchorman. Okay, he orders three sure. fingers I, of whatever. I just wanted to make sure you said it. No. You weren't just telling a cool story. Yeah. No. Uh, guys, I am this cool. <laughs> nah, I don't believe it. <laughs> so um, I ordered two fingers. 
Guess how much that cost me at this bar. Of Johnny Walker also Black? Also two fingers. Of Johnny Walker Black. <laughs> also two fingers. Downtown, $17. Downtown <laughs> Indianapolis, I'm going to say 14 bucks. Okay. Clint? Uh, I'm going to guess $20. $26. What? Yep. That's a that, is a, that is being railroaded. That is terrible. That was ridiculous. And at that point, they the cup was moving. in my hand. And wow. I was like, he flipped the screen around. It was like, all right, sign here. And I was like, what the hell? That's, bo- that's like, robbery. I could get a bottle for what, 30? Yeah, that is. Although I did go to a, I did go to a uh, whiskey bar, whatever. It's like, you know, all velour everywhere and books and all that good stuff. Ooh, and li- literally every drink was the cost of two thirds of a bottle. Damn. I was like, uh, I had Water. what the fuck did I drink? <laughs> there were they had like, but they had everything. Like they had like, they had every all kinds of Blantons. They had uh, they they had all kinds of stuff you can't find. And it's like, how can I justify like a thirty seven dollar glass Ooh. of Blantons when it's like okay for like ten dollars more I could buy a whole bottle if I could find it. But the if point being, this was before the pandemic though. This was this oh. was several years ago when things were not hard that hard to find. So Blanton's always been hard to find. I mean, it, it was just people hoard it. But they had like the uh, what's it called, Octa, whatever, Octamore, and I mean, they had all kinds of special releases. So some stuff, some stuff like impossible to get, and those things were like twice the bottle to to take a to have a drink. But almost everything was just like two thirds the cost of a bottle. It's like okay, this is a robbery. Well, if we're talking prices, I have an unrelated to whiskey story. I had to go buy some electrical wire today i needed 15 feet Ooh. but they they keyed me in wrong and he flips the screen ar- no he flips the screen around i'm about to put my card in and i look and it's twenty thousand dollars <laughs> what'd you ask for 15 stories worth of fucking wire? i don't i'm like i, I go to the guy i'm like twenty thousand dollars he's like oh no that's not right <laughs> could you imagine He's about to max out my credit card on an unreturnable could, piece of could, wire could you imagine that that's like the one time that like Chase security doesn't flag it. They just process it. You're like, wait, 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 what? At least my card would have denied for that one. With yeah. The one like, hey, your limit's <laughs> like uh, 12000 and you're trying to spend twenty. Get the fuck out. Sir, you're spending $20,000 at a hardware store? <laughs> what are you buying? The store? <laughs> That's yeah. No, you're buying two sheets of uh, 8x4 plywood. Come on. <laughs> when I saw that 20000 number, I was like, I don't want it. Yeah. Is this sh- really $20,000 wire? Forget <laughs> it. My house doesn't need power. Fuck it. That would have been so funny if you were like, okay, if you say so. <laughs> yeah, you're like, you're, 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 you're really introvert. And you're like, I guess. I got to go to the bank. Well, you walk back home, tell the wife and kids, all right, guys, we're lighting candles and we're living off of lanterns now. <laughs> we, bought the, we bought the wire, but we can't turn the lights on. I, I hope you guys like copper. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> That's we wild. bought the wire, we stripped it, and we ended up taking it to the scrap mill <laughs> to get our return. If you ever need to buy six-gauge wire, make sure that you do your, your uh, conversions correctly. <laughs> make sure you don't buy it from Pat, because he'll be charging you what he got charged. Well, please, please, please buy it from me. <laughs> Pat's a wholesaler now. Help. <laughs> he also only has 15 feet to sell. <laughs> yeah, I'll take four inches. That'll be $6,000. What the fuck? I have $20,000 of credit card debt. <laughs> Although he'll sell it, he'll sell it based off rarity. It is impressive to you say get... <laughs> I have twenty thousand dollars worth of copper wire. Everyone's like, "Wow!" They don't realize it's fifteen inches. 
15 feet. It's no, 15 feet. 1.5 centimeters, right? 15 centimeters? It's, it's, a, it's actually <laughs> copper dust for $20,000. <laughs> 15 grams. <laughs> Gosh. Wow. Oh, man. Wow, so that's good. Should we, uh, should we tell people what we're doing next week or not doing? We already brought it just up, take what, John. Just take what we said. No, that intro in isn't happening. I, well, I'll see. I'll see what I feel like cutting. <laughs> yeah. Lift, I play it by ear, too. I'll see how much I laugh. <laughs> <laughs> and then, so, you, then well, you can all bitch about the intro anyways you know what you know what in case it doesn't get in there in case it was all hot garbage there no was. episode, reading, brave no episode the week. week after this one comes out because we have scheduling conflicts across the board clint is we'll voice be, acting we'll for the mrs doubtfire movie tune in oh, on our discord I, can we reenact miss doubtfire that's pretty funny playing Clint's, all the parts clint's playing robin williams playing hello mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> It's a double impression. <laughs> that was really good. That was that really good. good. <laughs> oh, I think you just blew I, my speakers. <laughs> I, feel, <laughs> I feel sorry for those fuckers who hired me. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man. And then we'll be back in a few weeks with the smoked maple. Ooh, that's going right. to be a, that's going to, I've already had a sip of that, and that's going to be a spicy episode. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to come back after a week's break of rest and be ready to fucking hit it. It's like our taper week. (laughs) Yeah, it's the prep week to get smashed. What do we close (laughs) out with on week eight? Uh, I can look it up. Well, I've already done my two. Max, I think it's yours. Uh, Is it? Because Clint will have done his two. Or Pat, what are yours? Oogdahl and Smoked Maple. Oh, I forgot you were the Smoked Maple. Okay. Yeah, it's a donation. That's right. We have uh, Knob Creek. Yep, that's the smoked, and then the Four Roses. That's right, single barrel. Oh, that's single right, barrel. Right. Yeah. We had the small batch before, right? Correct, correct. We liked it unanimously. Cool. It's a six-lister. Right. I, I was okay about it. <laughs> we'll see if it lives up to that, the hype. <laughs> I'm ready for some contention. <laughs> so, yes, that's the plan for the next two weeks. It would be sad if the single barrel doesn't make it uh, above... The uh, <laughs> the small batch. We've been, we've been, it could come in too much. It could be just too much. But also, the small batch the small was early on. We were we were novices. We rated it high. We didn't know we were shooting from the hip. We rated oh. it high because it checked all the boxes. Now now we're assholes and everything sucks. <laughs> <laughs> and I like scotch well, now, so fuck four roses. Yeah. If it ain't made with smoke, I don't want it. <laughs> we we now all hate bourbon, so it's really fucked. <laughs> oh, man. I want to feel like I smoked a pack of cigarettes after the first sip. So, yes, that's okay. the plan for the next two weeks. And then we have to play a game and figure out what the hell we're doing after that. Ooh, let's play Fucking bingo. Ca- we play Fucking, bingo every week. Yeah, we lose every week. Fucking let's- Camel Joe. That was the turning oh, point. <laughs> all right, let's, let's not reminisce. Let's wrap this baby up. Let's all go do other things. Amen. Good night. Good night. Later. Bye, Craig. Love you guys. <laughs>